On today's show, we have part two of Dylan's toddler-approved Disney World vacation. This is WDW, the Disney World Planning Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 189. I'm your host, Julie Elster, creator of WDW.com, the Disney World Planning website. This is part two of Dylan's trip. If you missed the first part, I highly recommend you go back. She's got a lot of great little tips, uh, Florida resident tips. You know, we're right in the middle of all this great toddler stuff. So if you have a little person, a brave little person, I think her three-year-old's braver um, than any of my kids were by age six or seven. It's really, really impressive. Um, And like I've been teasing at the end, she talks a lot about Discovery Cove. I've never been there. Um, But just listening to her talk about it makes me want to go and check it out. So stay tuned until the end of this episode for that. But I'm just going to let her jump right into part two. Let's jump into your next your next day then. What are your plans in your next day? This was our first down day and it came at a good time. About three days of going really hard. I was ready to just relax a little bit. Okay. Did you actually relax though? Yes. I did actually like we were actually one of the few people that actually did relax relax yeah we slowly got up I took her to like the pool that was right there and my husband actually went to a he's military and so of course this is what excites him he went to a machine gun range he went I was like no I'm good <laughs> <laughs> that's so fun we always laugh when we aren't on property because it's like you're in the Disney bubble and everything's very Disney and family but the moment you're outside of the bubble, it's like you see signs, machine gun range. And we always laugh at that. So it's funny that he actually did it because we like we laugh or like you're here. like, you know, it's all very saccharine and Disney and sweet. And then the second like you are like 15 feet out of it, it's like machine guns. It's just very different when <laughs> well, you're not in and the that's bubble. What he was very excited about yeah. it. And I'm happy he could go do it. He really enjoyed it. But I was like, no, I'm good. I took her to the pool. We hung out for a little bit. And then by the time he came back, I brought her upstairs, got her a little shower, and they took a nap. And I did laundry. Yeah. <laughs> so Aww. I like did a mid a midweek like laundry trip. I sat and played on my phone and just had lunch and relaxed. And that was it for that first half of the day I think yeah we went to Disney Springs in the evening though oh you are brave you are very brave yeah on a Saturday we went all right so how was it (laughs) busy it was busy yeah and we couldn't really get into a whole lot of places and we didn't have reservations don't do that to yourself don't go on a Saturday without (laughs) reservations we ended up eating at Cooks of Dublin though and it was very very good thoroughly enjoyed that walked around some more I think My husband and my daughter absolutely love the gift shop at the T-Rex like restaurant. (laughs) And so they went in there twice. And the second time they came out, she came out with like these like eight little figures of like little dinosaurs. And that was like the highlight of souvenirs, the ship. She got like some pretty cool souvenirs, kind of expensive. And her favorite ones were like the little cheap dinosaurs (laughs) that she got. That's how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. That and also the pennies. She got all those pennies and that was like her favorite thing. The pennies and don't spend all that money on the souvenirs. They like the cheap stuff. (laughs) Pressed pennies and cheap, cheapo dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. (laughs) And that was it for that night. So that was actually a down day. That that does sound other than Disney Springs in the evening. That is a a pretty, a pretty good rest day. Okay. You said you had another, a second rest day in a row. I did. We did another rest day right back to back and I'm so thankful. Oh, okay. All right. So what was it like a similar kind of day? 
your second rest uh, day? Yeah. So the next one got up, I made breakfast. So I made like bacon, eggs, that kind of stuff. Charlie watched Finding Nemo. And we just ate breakfast and chilled out. She has become obsessed with the scuba divers from the seas. She saw the scuba divers there and that's all she wants to watch all the time now. I don't know how often they're there, but I feel like they're never there when I'm there. Oh, we got, we saw them about two or three times. Awesome. So we just got really lucky. Yeah, it was really, really neat. And then, of course, you know, it made her obsessed because she waved at them and they waved back. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And that's like the thing that she was super interested in that and the manatees. The real win is Mickey periodically will scuba dive. If you can see Mickey scoop, I have yet to see that. If you can see Mickey scuba diving. That's urban legend. That doesn't happen. (laughs) You're like, nope, doesn't happen. Similar to like, (laughs) people claim the- Too um, cool to be true. People claim the the bungalows at the Polynesian. They're like, those aren't real. No, it actually stays there. Very similar. Mickey scuba diving and the Polynesian bungalows. Urban legends. (laughs) Oh, I wish. I hope one day. One day, that'd be amazing. But let's see, where were we at? Oh, watching Nemo's. I went to the cast connections with my sister. So that's like the place you can only go if you actually work for Disney to like do souvenir stuff. It was okay. Like <laughs> I, it wasn't like we didn't really get anything. Oh, so. Hmm. so what, but what does it consist of? Like what's, what is available there? It's all discounted stuff. You may be surprised. Like I was like, what? They even sell like old, like lounge chairs from like the resorts and stuff oh, for like neat. super cheap. Oh, okay. So like some stuff is used stuff and some stuff is like, you know, you can get like soap and food and different things from the resorts that they don't need anymore. The, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you like, I'm sure some people like if they got a connection and had someone stay there, like in new, like you could go there was a couple bags there that were pretty cool, that were super cheap. And I think cheaper than we never went to character. Is that character warehouse? Character warehouse? Yeah, the, other one, the one that the public can go to. We never went there, but I'm sure it's probably even cheaper. Yeah, character where don't waste your time. In my opinion, I know some people love it, but I'm I will not wait for character where it's so small too they really they don't have a lot it's such a tiny space well and that's the thing too like cast connections very very tiny and they do like you can't just show up there like you have to have an id to get in so yeah it was okay i think she ended up getting like one of the orange bird shirts for super cheap i think she got it for maybe like 17 dollars, and that's like a jersey like the nice ones so yeah she got she she made out nice But let's see. And then after that, I decided I was like, okay, I'm ready to go back to Disney. We went like a day and a half of like no (laughs) Disney. I was like, I need something. We didn't have a reservation. Like we didn't have a ticket. And I was like, let's just go to a resort and eat. And so I made a real quick reservation for Sebastian's Bistro. And it was amazing. Loved it. It was my favorite meal the whole time we were there. Oh, Oh, okay. That's high praise. Yeah, well, we didn't do a whole lot of sit down. Like we did a lot of quick stuff. Like I did a lot of cooking. So that was like the real sit down that we had, but everything was delicious. Now I will say I'm not a super picky eater. And so I was fine with just everything coming out as is. You can't, it's it's a set menu. And so you get what they have, but everything was delicious. Even like the little salads and the breads and stuff, like hands down delicious. Did that satisfy your need since you didn't have a park ticket, couldn't get into the parks, but you were looking for Disney. Did that do the trick? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, because then we went on, we walked around the resort, which was beautiful. Now, Sebastian's Bistro is on the Caribbean Beach Resort. Super beautiful there. I was, I was, if my daughter wasn't as cranky that afternoon, I probably would have stopped and roasted a marshmallow just because you can. But we went on the Skyliner. We walked over to the Riviera, took the Skyliner all the way down to Artaban animation and I took a couple pictures with like the art of animation statues that are around the resort so that gave me my little like Disney feel that I needed that day your Disney fix (laughs) yes yeah (laughs) okay was that it then for your second rest day yeah I'm impressed everybody says they're like today's my rest day you know in quotes my rest day and it never is yours yours pretty much was yours was a pretty relaxing day we're we're a pretty chill family we like we liked it a little bit slower and that's why you'll see a lot of times when I'm talking about the parks we end up going to Epcot the most just because that's what resonates with us yeah yeah totally it's yeah that vibe where you can just kind of chill and walk around world showcase and and take it you're not like you're not doing it like I do it where you're like running from ride to ride at top speed where my family's like slow down (laughs) that's (laughs) you have a different approach Well, yeah. And I will say like, it does come in handy sometimes. So the next day we go to Hollywood studios in Epcot and that's the day that we use Genie Plus. And I, I get, there's a couple of times where we got into Genie Plus lines and it was just like that silent, like, no, like high five, like you just give your husband a high five because you're like, we made the right choice, you know, (laughs) but I will say it was a different five. I'm very glad we got Genie Plus, but we like just kind of going with the flow and no real you know, have to be anywhere at a certain time. Genie Plus makes you. Yes. You have to make sure you're at the certain places. It gives you a good window. You're on your phone. You're spending so much time searching for rides or refreshing or, you know, moving rides up on your, you know, on your tip board so that they pop up first so that you can, I mean, there's just so much to it that maybe if you're looking for a more relaxed visit, it's taking away from that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. If you're coming to Disney to relax, like it, it forces you to be on your phone. And we really try not to be that much besides taking photos. And especially with this being your three year old's first visit, I can understand wanting to be present, you know, in the moment there yes. rather than analyzing and spreadsheets and phones and, you know, everything I do. <laughs> Well, that's what I used to do when it was just me and my husband. That's I would have touring plans and I'd have everything <laughs> set up, you know, and that was back when the fast passes where you had like three per park, you know, and I would just set them all up and be there at exactly the right time. But yeah, we definitely took it a lot slower this time, but I'm glad we got Genie Plus this day. How did how did crowds look on this day? This day was busier. Now, did you anticipate it was going to be busier or did you buy Genie Plus when you realized it was busier? No, I bought it at 716 and I just must have had a hunch that I needed it. I had decided I wanted to do it. You know, the ultimate reason why I did it was because I wanted to get my daughter on Frozen again. And I know that there was no way she was going to get on Frozen without a fast pass. Okay, so you had you had a specific goal in mind. Yeah, I was like, it's not that much more to just do the multi-day. And so I did the Hollywood Studios and the Epcot. That way we got a bunch of stuff. Because Epcot, for her age, there's not a whole lot that you can really do with a fast pass. So 
Okay, so you're starting your day at Hollywood Studios then. So are you grabbing yes. are you grabbing rides for Hollywood Studios or are you holding off to grab rides for Epcot later in the day? I start I thought about that, but I just kind of wanted to grab them real quick. So I went ahead and did Hollywood Studios first. Okay. Okay. So wh- how are you how are you starting your your morning then? I think what I booked was Minnie and Mickey's because we still hadn't gone on there yet. And I very much wanted to try that. So as soon as I saw it in the morning, I grabbed it right away. But that wasn't until later. So I ended up booking another one for Smuggler's Run at some point. I mean, I must have been between the time because I was looking at the times and I think I booked it at seven and I thought, oh, every two hours I can book another one and you have to wait until the park opens. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. two hours after the park opens, so yeah. it does it puts you behind a little bit if that's your strategy. But we didn't go in super early, so you know we kind of walked around a little bit. I think when we first did, we actually went to go get pictures with Darth Vader, BB-8, you know that kind of stuff. Out at at the Star Wars launch bay. Yes, yes. We went first thing in the morning because that is one thing I did look up on touring plans. I was like, when do we, what's the best time to do this? And first thing in the morning, go right there and you get to walk into all of them. Is that what happened? Yes. Well, we didn't do Chewbacca. We just did Darth Vader and BB-8. Okay. I'm surprised with, with your three-year-old, I'm surprised Chewbacca was the one you skipped. I would. I feel like she I, would have loved Chewbacca. I know when my daughter was younger, Chewbacca, she would like pet him. <laughs> like she just thought he was the greatest thing ever. Well, we went. We went in just wanting to do Darth Vader because my oddball child, Darth Vader, is like her favorite, and she <laughs> pretends to be Darth Vader. So. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> I, she's so. It, it must be from her dad. You know, because he's he's very much like if you had to pick a side, he would be on like the dark side or whatever. <laughs> you know, he has a whole room full of Star Wars stuff. And most of it is towards like that end. OK. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then it was just BB-8 real quick after that, just because there was no one in line. You know, I just thought, why not? And she loved it. All right. Where are you going after that then? So we start the day with Star Wars characters. We after the characters, that's when we did Minnie and Mickey's. Then we did Smuggler's Run. And then each time I got in, as soon as we hit our fast, like our our magic bands, I then booked another one. And so we did Toy Story Mania after that. And then I thought, well, we kind of did everything in Hollywood Studios. We're getting a little bit tired. I know it seems still super early, but I was like, let's just go ahead and get that Frozen. And so I went ahead and got Frozen for later on in the day. Yeah. And you never know with Frozen. Sometimes that one can really book up early. So that was I I don't know if you kept if you were like checking on it or what, but that's one of those rides that sometimes early in the day could book up you know, even into I, the afternoon. I can evening. understand like we as a family, like I think that was our most favorite ride because of how much Charlie liked it. And it is just one of those ones where it's like, we have to do it. So let's try and get it as yeah. soon as possible. <laughs> I tried to get Remy as well. And it was having difficulty that day. And it wasn't showing up, wasn't showing up. I got it. We got the fast pass. And so I had it booked, but you'll see later on when we try and get on it. <laughs> Didn't work out. It breaks down oh. and then we get another fast pass to go back on later. So you have to watch out for that too. Some of the rides break down sometimes, but luckily they're really good about giving you some fast passes to get back on again. What's the afternoon look like then? This time we 
left. Oh, before we left Hollywood Studios, we went and ate lunch real quick because my husband just wanted to try. I what's it called? It's not the docking bay. What's the what's the one where Ronto's Roasters? Yes, but it's like the one where you actually walk up and it's the other stuff. There's Docking Bay and Ronto's Roasters. It's the the Docking Bay. Okay, yeah, Yeah. Docking Bay is the one that's inside. And Ronto's Roasters is outside with like the animatronic spinning the rotisserie outside. I kind of wish we did that one instead. I feel like it would have been worth the amount that you got. I felt like it was a bigger portion because... When we went into Docking Bay and we got our food, which it was all very good, it was just such small portions. And that's the only thing I have to complain about is the portion size. I was okay with spending the price as long as it was like just a little bit bigger. Usually it's the other way around. Usually I feel like the portions are too much and I can't eat them. So it's funny that like you had the opposite experience. Well, and I will say, like, I think it's more so like the American palate, too. Like, (laughs) we're used to ordering something and it being so big. I told him, I told my husband afterwards, I was like, at first, I was disappointed when I saw it. And then I was like, I'm satisfied. Like, it's I'm full, you know, I'm okay. So (laughs) yeah, it's like, I would have eaten more. I will say, though, like, most of the time, we don't get um, kids meals for Charlie, because she's so little, she just eats off of me. And it was kind of spicy. So I got the, it was like the vegetarian meatballs that had like the pita bread and the hummus it's like it's falafel and it was all just a little too spicy for her i'm glad that i brought snacks with me that she could eat because she couldn't eat that Mm. but yeah so we did that a little disappointed but overall really good and then we went to the polynesian again A favorite rest stop. We just stop. hung out in the lobby, got some Dole Whip. I tried to get Charlie to go to sleep again. She wasn't going to sleep. Yeah. So we just hung out for a little bit and then went over to Epcot. And I tried to get into the the Visa, like the Disney Visa photo area. And it was actually kind of like a 25-minute wait to get in. We did a much better job getting in other areas to see characters. Oh, that's surprising that that... That the Visa card holder one had such a long wait. Like, what's the point, you know, of this? Well, yeah. And then also on top of it, it's a surprise as to who's there. We didn't know what we were going to get until we went in there. Who was it? Who did you end up meeting? I don't know because she fell asleep. Oh, you did? I was like, I'm not going (laughs) to. Yeah, I'm not going to wake her up. She didn't make um, it. So we, we waited about 15 minutes and then she fell asleep. And I was like, let's just go back to the seas. So I hung out in the seas with her for a while. And then my husband went to um, Club Cool again. And we just hung out for a little while till she woke up. Um, and then I think we just did. Let's see. Oh, at that point, we went to Remy's. Okay. And that's when it broke down. Okay. So Remy's broke down and you got an anytime lightning lane pass to use, but Mm, it wasn't an anytime. Well, yeah. Anytime for just Remy. Yeah. It's interesting. It was, why was it just for Remy? Now typically there are restrictions and Epcot, they give you like the worst rides, like the worst rides to go on. So I, was it only for Remy's or was it just Remy and like these terrible rides or did they tell you like it's no, only Remy? No, it was just Remy's because what we did is we actually thought from the time before it's for anyone. I was like, let's go on Frozen again. <laughs> yeah. So if you got, so you wouldn't be able to go on Frozen no matter what. But typically when a ride breaks down and they give you a lightning lane, 
you can i mean the list of rides you can go on is so lame it's like spaceship earth nemo living with the land it's like all of the kind of lamer rides like it's yeah you know there's test track is not on there frozen's not on there so that's i'm curious like is it just remy or is it remy and or this list of like lame rides well i'm not sure and that from what they said so we went we tried to get into frozen they're like oh this is just for remy and i was like okay so we we held off on that, and granted, it was an anytime one, so we just went when we could. I still had not yet gone on Frozen yet because we had our Fast Pass set up for later on. So we hung out in Norway for a little bit because it was getting close to that time. And I will say this is the one of the things that we didn't get on the Food and Wine Festival list that I highly recommend getting. And it's if you like like a alcoholic coffee type frozen drink thing, the Viking coffee, frozen coffee is delicious. Ooh, that sounds good. That sounds really it was good. So good. So refreshing. It was perfect. And then to go with it, we got the apple cake. And it's spelled funny. It's spelled like E-P-L-E-K-A-C-E or something. I don't know how they pronounce it, but it's apple cake. And it was so moist, so delicious. I was I was like, I have to know the copycat recipe for this. I have to make this at home. <laughs> I'm sure you can find it. There are people who dedicate their lives to coming up with copycat recipes. I bet we can find it somewhere if we, yes, if we yes. Google hard enough. I'm sure we can find it. <laughs> Finally, that was time for her to go on Frozen again. And the first time she got a picture on Frozen, her face was just lit up and smiled. This time she anticipated it, loved it, but it was like terror on her face when she went down. Loved it, but it was like, I'm anticipating the drop. Ah, yes. Yeah. When you know that drop is coming, you like yeah, tense yeah. up waiting for it. And it's not a big drop, but for a little tiny girl, it's pretty big. Yeah, so. yeah. I think then we headed back to Remy, finally did Remy. She loved Remy. And then it started to lightning. And this was the day that we did the ticket and transportation center with the monorail. So we went back, we got on right away, and then we headed back home. Okay. All right. So it sounds like a good time to end the day here, just as like yeah. the weather is moving in. <laughs> All right. So let's see. This was day seven of your trip the past one was day seven yeah the one we just talked about so then we're heading on to day eight day eight okay or is it another epcot day epcot all day <laughs> <laughs> okay yes we we all know what your favorite your favorite park is oh yeah well that's just that's just how our family rolls like it's just it's just so easy but the interesting thing is with this one is because my sister's a cast member she got us in for free this day oh wow on top of that we also got a cast member preview of the moana experience oh that's really cool so you got to yeah. uh, did your sister have to accompany you then since she's the, the yes. cast member yes. well she she accompanied us this whole day so she was lucky to get off and she was with us this whole day and it was set at certain times. So we had to be there at like specifically at 10. Okay. So it sounds similar to the pass holder previews where it's, you have to like, it's the same thing if you're an annual pass holder and you sign up for previews, you have to get like a certain slot and show up, you know, in between that time. So let's kind of jump ahead to that. Cause I want to hear what you thought of, of this Moana walkthrough experience. What was it like? What were some of the interactive things that they've been talking about? 
It was, I loved it because I was reading the cards the whole time. It's very educational. It's talking about the cycle of water and how it benefits us as humans, you know, and I was reading it to my daughter. Of course, she probably wasn't paying attention, but (laughs) then each section, it has kind of like a little area you can play with the water and the technology was really incredible. There's different parts where you can touch the water and it's musical you know, or you go somewhere else and you put your hand out and the water reaches you, you know, or you walk through a certain area and it just opens up and you can walk through it. You know, there was even, I think one of the coolest things was the group experience where you all have to stand in line and count one, two, three, and lift your arms up and this huge splash of water comes up. So it's very fun. And there's different areas where you can get wet. There's like a little splash area. I let my daughter run around and then but it's a neat little walking area. Is it, is it bit like if it's crowded, do you think it's big enough where kids could enjoy these water features without being, you know, sometimes these areas can get so congested. Like did, were the paths wide enough where the experience is big enough where like multiple kids could do it? Or is this going to be chaos for the first few months? It just it's going to be opinion. chaos at first. Yeah. I, I would, I would watch out a little bit and just kind of gauge it. If it's super congested, I wouldn't try. It's kind of small in the little areas. There's multiple areas, like for example, like the music area, there's a couple different stages, like parts, like I think there's three or four different areas where you can play with it. But it's still, if there's that many people, it's hard to kind of get your turn. Okay. I, I, I think it will be very fun. And it, I think once it winds down, it will very much just become something that people walk through and enjoy gradually. But at first, I think it might be congested and I just don't think it'll be as fun. Yeah, I think first you have to let the vloggers go through, you know, all holding their phones in front of them on their, you know, on the sticks and let them do it because they don't care if you're there or not. Then you have to get let the Disney adults because those people uh, will want to be the first to do it and try it. And so I think the first probably several months will be congested with those people. And then once that dies down... Then other people with children who actually want to just have fun and experience it can probably enjoy it. That's how these things go at Disney. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to be patient, just like with anything that first opens up with Disney. So I will be worth it once you can fully enjoy it. Okay. Let's let's backtrack then to more the start of your day. So because you're starting with Epcot, are you getting a virtual queue spot for Guardians? Yes, this is the day. And I wasn't going to do it. My my sister was in the car. She's like, I'm doing this. I was like, what? She's like, yeah, I'm I'm putting us in a virtual queue. I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So your sister took the reins and was like, I got this. Just let me handle it. And so you got yeah. spots for, for guardians. Okay. All right. So what are your plans then for the morning? We stopped by, we wanted to stop by Figment again to go see my sister's boyfriend. He just started working there that day. And so Pooh was kind of hanging out outside and he was trying to catch butterflies and being silly. And so Charlie enjoyed that. We walked into, that's when we walked in and saw Figment there for the first time. That was, that was this day. And it was just craziness. So we left and then we start, we went back to Canada, got the best popcorn ever at Canada. That's multiple times we bought it there and started our working our way. This was the first day we wanted to complete the Kidcot route. And so every country we were stopping at Kidcot and got her little, 
you know, basket for it. Okay. Was she, was she into it? Did she like Kit Kat? Yes. I think she was more interested in just looking around and seeing everything. She was there for, you know, she was just there enjoying and taking everything in. A couple of times I would have her go up there and like help me. And she was getting kind of shy, you know, like with the pleases and the thank yous. But overall, I think she was more excited about the pennies than she was the Kit <laughs> Okay. Which we okay. started at every country started getting a penny too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So what, what else for, um, for your Epcot day? Let's see. So this was around 1 p.m. We had just finished starting, like we were halfway through the Kid Cot round and we we decided to go to the Riviera. She wanted to make sure we were in, she had to wait till wait 1 p.m. because I think she missed the morning one. And so she put us in the 1 p.m. queue. Okay, gotcha. So, so yeah, you do, you can't, you have to hang out. And then she didn't receive it back till for us to come back till 3.30. So we left, had some lunch. We ate at the Riviera, which was very, very good. That's where we, Dale was there. We came back, there was Minnie, and then she fell asleep finally. So she fell asleep and my husband's like, I'm going over the seas again. (laughs) (laughs) And my sister and I just went. And of course it was one of those things like, how just the girl (laughs) we went she she walked into the line now she's done this a couple times and she's like i've never seen us wait this long before so if you're going to get in the virtual queue i asked her i was like is do you recommend doing the morning one instead then and she's like yes as it later on went in the day it was just more and more people so the thing with the virtual queue is if you miss your time slot people you can just show up later So I think the earlier you go, like the less likely it is that there's going to be people from earlier slots who are just showing up whenever. Does that make sense? So that that's probably a a part of it. But yeah, the virtual queue, you're not necessarily skipping the lines when you get that. I typically I think like 30 to 45 minute wait is is what you can expect. Yeah. And that's about, that's about what it was once we got in there. It was, a, it was a pretty wild, but I didn't, I didn't mind too much just cause I didn't have to worry about a toddler. Right. Um, but I will say one thing that did like shock me and I was like, I don't like this is each time the doors open to go into the next section, people run. Yes. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. And people they'll like knock you over to run like those doors oh, open and yeah, people will run. They will push through people. I wish there was a better way rather than being like filling all the open space and just corralling people and then opening yeah. a small door. And so many rides at Disney do that. I don't know what the solution is. I don't know if there's a specific reason they do that, but you're right. It's it's awful when people push or run to get through. Well, and then she warned me. I was like, what? What are you talking about? She's like, hold on to my shoulder. Yeah. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it's so easy to like get separated from your party, too. Yeah. And then you run into the issue of like, oh, well, my person's like, you know, 30 people back. Now they're going to cut the line. And that causes a whole other set of issues. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't know if there's a better way they could do it, but. I'm also not a fan. I I will say, though, all of that was worth it. I went into this completely blind. I'm normally very much one of those people that, like, looks up everything, tests everything else. But I wasn't doing that for this trip because all of it was 
geared towards her. I wasn't planning on going on Guardians. Didn't know what it was like. Went on it and lost my mind. It was so good. <laughs> it is the most fun. That ride is the most fun ride, I think, at any of the parks. It's a blast. Well, and I normally am not one that cares about spoilers, but I will say, like, if you really want, like, a truly, like, amazing experience is try and go on a ride without previewing it first online going into it blind that made it so much better did your husband feel bad that he missed out my sister was like we need to put philip on and i was like okay because i i told him i told her as soon as we got off because i didn't think that he'd be able to go on i was like i'm gonna downplay how good that was because i didn't want him to feel bad (laughs) and she's like i'm gonna put him in the queue i think we still can and so she he ended up getting in the queue about 6 30 and it was even longer of a wait at that point. But he got on and really enjoyed it. Yeah, worth it. That ride's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And that was kind of it for that day. Because once once he went, we met back up and then we told him, go. Like, go. We'll, we'll <laughs> hang out with you later. We just, like, got some snacks and just sat and talked for a while. Just, like, taking in Disney as my daughter like played around us you know I think I got her a lollipop or something so yeah and you got you got some some adult sister time as well which is really nice yeah and I don't get to see her that often even though we live in the same state it's so crazy well I mean you you said it was like an eight-hour drive for you I mean that's yeah that's not a short distance so that's that's really nice that you got that yeah that she she made one time she uh, just having her there and having someone who knew just a little bit more about what was going on and then not having to worry like having that extra set of hands like if you go with a toddler I know like even if it's just you and your husband and then your child having that one extra set of hands oh my gosh yes they grab the stroller (laughs) or they go get drinks or you know that kind of stuff so it just makes it so much better yeah yeah and you had the opportunity to spend one-on-one time with your husband and then one-on-one time with your sister because yes. you had that third set of hands. So yes. That's that's wonderful. Was this your last Disney day? Last Disney day. Okay. So what are you doing the next day? Because you still have a couple more days. So the next day was fantastic. It was Discovery Cove and highly recommend it to anyone. Okay. I've um, never been to Discovery Cove. So give me the the run the basic rundown here. The, the big rundown. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So this is run by the SeaWorld company. It's Discovery Cove. It is an all-inclusive day resort. You pay up front and everything's included. All your drinks, including alcoholic drinks. You have breakfast, you have lunch, you have snacks, dole whip, like all that stuff is all included. You can borrow masks and snorkels and you know the wetsuits and you get to go swimming with dolphins with stingrays with aquatic animals you know feed birds all of it's included and it was the most amazing day ever wow and where is it is it at a part of sea world is it a separate thing it's it's its own thing so it's like it's right it's right next to sea world okay so discovery cove it's its own theme park i am not at all you familiar have to check in at a certain time okay yeah so it's very strict though like it's like you have to check in between seven and i think like 8 30 in the morning otherwise like you're not like gonna get in that day you have to pre-schedule it you aren't gonna get in same day okay but so, um, so what did you guys end up doing 
here because a lot of this I mean this sounds amazing but also a lot of it I'm like I don't know that I'd have a three-year-old doing that so what were the things that were available for a toddler so actually it was great because both my husband and I were there and we could switch off and I told him I was like we've headed back into the 90s again we put our phones in our lockers we put everything in the lockers we didn't have anything and that we just did meet up times so we first went in together we had breakfast which was all provided and then we started opening up about nine and that's when like, the Grand Reef opened up. And that's where you can go snorkeling with all those fish and the stingray. And this, the rays come right up to you. And then you can pet them as they go around you. Like in the morning, they really want to be like around you in the morning. They come right up to you. Towards the afternoon, they're like, okay, they're I'm tired. Yeah. But <laughs> So let me ask you, because there's so many different experiences, it sounds like, do you have to reserve which experience you want? Like if you want to do stingrays or dolphins or whatever, or is it just... You check in at this time and then it's free reign, whatever you want to do. It depends on if you want upgrades. You can get the dolphin package or you can go without. Now, the dolphin package, you have to be at least six. So we didn't do it. We just did the general all day inclusion. But there's also swim with sharks. There's this scuba diving mask thing that you can do as well. There's being a trainer for a day, animal trek. These are all upgrades you can do, but this is one of the few places that you can go and just do the basic and have a blast. You don't need all that extra stuff. Okay. Do you mind if I ask how how much tickets are? Do you remember what it depends. the ticket price is? It's based off of like the day. We did, I believe the Florida resident discount or the military discount. I don't remember which one it was. I did one which was like probably within a couple dollars of each other, whatever one was cheaper. But at that time, it was, I think, 156 for each of us. That seems ridiculously low for what you are telling me is included. It's like, the time I'm of shocked. year we went. Do you know it's the time of year because other times you can go so it was discounted so I think it was at like a 30 or 40 percent discount so it was a pretty hefty dif- discount and then also on top of it it was a slower time of year I mean but st- even if it's two hundred dollars per person or over two hundred dollars per person if that includes food drinks all the activities I mean that's it sounds like a great value based on what you're telling me it is and I told my husband after we were done I was like I don't care how much it is we're doing this <laughs> like even if we don't get the we discount that price. time that yeah. we go back we're doing wow. it wow I'm putting this on like my must check out list because this is I really yes. I'd heard of it but I knew absolutely nothing about it and based on what well, you're telling me that sounds really also, cool it depends on who you are as a person do you want to go and pretend to be at a beach and go drink all day you can do that. <laughs> do you do you want to swim in the Grand Reef all day and just look at fish? You can do that. There's a lazy river. You can keep going around. At one point, the lazy river goes up underneath an aviary. And there's all these tropical birds around you that you can then get out of the lazy river, go up and feed. Wow. And that's all included in the base package. That's a, that's absolutely amazing. It's this is 100% on my must check out list now. You I hope you do and sold, I hope that I hear me. it on your podcast yeah. when you go. I'll be so excited. <laughs> yes, I'm I 100% want to check this out now. You you've definitely sold me. So what Don't was, don't advertise it too much. Yeah. Don't make the price go. <laughs> was it crowded? Were there a lot of people there when you went? They cap it. So it's, it depends, like they're going to only have, I think a max of like 
800 to 1,000 people. Okay. And so I think that's what my husband said. I'd have to ask him again, but they cap it at a certain amount of people. So it's never going to be super crowded. Okay. Wow. And so yeah. what, what were the activities that you guys decided to do? That we did. So we just did. So because we just did the base, we went, we did the Grand Reef and my husband immediately after going out and doing it, he's like, I'm staying here all day. <laughs> okay. So he went, I let him do that for a little bit. I took her over to go to the lazy river and to go see the otters. So they're behind glass. So there's certain things that you can see that are behind, you can swim with. And there's also some that's right up next to it that is behind glass. So we saw the otters and then we came back and we had a one spot that we'd hang out with. And so I think we would just kind of like look every once in a while and see if the other one was there and he'd see me and he's like, Oh, it's my turn then. So he <laughs> came out and then I went into the grand reef and he went and like got her a snack or something, you know, and I swam around for a while. Then I came back and, you know, we kind of did that back and forth. It was about lunchtime. We got lunch. Then we did the lazy river as a family fed the birds and then just went back and did the back and forth thing for a while. And it was perfect. And what she enjoyed doing when I was with her is she didn't want to actually, she doesn't like getting water in her eyes. And so she didn't want to get too far into the water, but I would hang out with her and she would pet the rays and she'd hang out in like the slow area. There was like a beach area where we would walk and she just liked going to get snacks too. There's a walk up bar that has these swings and she got some Dole Whip and I got a beer and we sat as she swang at the, <laughs> the beer that was right or the bar that was right there. Wow. That's so cool. Yeah. Everything is included, including like going to get a shower and you have your soap and your like conditioner and your body wash. And so you can get all cleaned up and everything and then you leave. So like at, we felt completely clean as we left for that day. Oh, that's everything great. was taken care of. I'm impressed. I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you though, you get tired though. And I, my, she wasn't able to take a nap because it was pretty hot. So in the morning, if you don't get a private cabana, which is very expensive, I would try and make sure you at least get one of the beds that are in the shade or in also, if you have a toddler, they have strollers available for free. I didn't get one quick enough. Oh, so I would have Lesson liked to learned. have had her at least be able to take a nap. But because there was no nap, she did really well. And we went back and we slept from like five to seven <laughs> and then had a very late dinner. <laughs> was that it then for, and then the next day you're driving home? Yep. That's it. That was our grand finale. <laughs> that's a really cool way to end the trip. Yes. Now you're heading back home. If you had to do everything over again, would you change anything? This is a, a long trip and you did it different, I think, than than most people. Would you change anything? Would you do everything the way you did it? I think we did a really good job of just playing it by ear. And that's what works with our family. I think the only thing that I might have changed is where we stayed. Granted, we weren't there that long, but I think we would have spent a little bit more time and enjoyed more time at our resort if we picked more of a resort location. Okay. Okay. Any big tips or takeaways for Disney with a toddler, Disney with a three-year-old. Now yours is a little more adventurous than most, I think, but. <laughs> yes. If you can have someone with you, great. You know, if you can have just one set of extra hands, that's just not your husband. And she also, you know, it's one of those things, like if it's not 
if it's not mom or dad, if it's like an auntie or uncle or something like that, they they get excited to be with them, you know? So having extra set of hands, playing it by ear, learning early on if you can nap in the park and if you can't, try and work into your schedule going back. Oh, totally agree. If they get cranky, you're done. Yeah, it's not worth it. It's it is worth no. the taking the time to drive or take the bus or whatever back to rest for an hour or so. Totally worth it. Totally worth I yes. totally with you on that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Last question. When are you guys going back? It sounds like you all have the bug, the Disney bug. So are you planning another another trip back? Yeah, we're doing September again. I immediately, <laughs> as we were driving home, I'm like, we're doing this again. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, you have to bef- uh, before she starts school, you know, when it's still easy to go in, you know, a month like September. Now's the time yes. to do it and take advantage. Yeah, because she'll be four at that point. And so it will be kind of like towards the end, she'll be four, almost five. And that's like kind of like our last like hoorah. Yeah, then, yeah. Then so. after that, you know, it's kindergarten time. And that schedule, then you're on a very rigid school schedule at that point. This has been really fun, though. I you had some really good surprise tips. So thank you for coming on and sharing everything. I'm glad. I'm so glad. And I'm I'm going to be listening. I hope to see you go to Discovery Cove sometime soon. (laughs) It's on my list. It is. It sounds so great. A big thank you to Dylan for taking the time to share her trip, her tips, um, her her Disney adventure with us. Um, top tips from this episode, I think, were play it by ear. You know, it's we talk so much about planning, 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 strategy, strategy, strategy. But when you have a little person, or maybe strategy isn't, you know, the name of the game for everybody in your group, being able to play it by ear, especially with Florida and Florida weather and humidity and heat, really important tip. Um, Play it by ear. Don't be afraid to take breaks is the second big tip. Recognize the importance of nap time, especially if you've got young children, but maybe not. Maybe, you know, you're a 40-year-old woman like me, nap time Uh, is key even for myself. It is worth taking a break so that you can enjoy the evening, the rest of your day. It makes a huge difference. And I think the third big takeaway, the third big tip from this episode is do your research if you're staying off property. Uh, She talked about the, the place that they rented through Airbnb and how they loved that they got such a bang for their buck, but she wished that she had the full kitchen. So maybe... You know, staying off property doesn't have to be a negative. I know we all, we love talking about the Disney bubble and most of us love the Disney bubble, but really you can save so much money and you can get so much more for your money, Um, but do your research. It's really important to do your research. So I think that was probably the third big takeaway from this episode. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, there's a link in the show notes. You can leave me a voicemail message. Otherwise, thanks again to Dylan for being on this episode and I will see you guys in the parks. Thank you.